check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, welcome back to the Let's Talk Jesus podcast. Wow, we should get a radio show. That was legit. Welcome back to WBBN 97.77 Meacham Drive. We're here, Living Hope Church. But anyway, hey, happy Thanksgiving. Um, We are releasing this on Thanksgiving. I think we just decided right now when I said it out loud. And so happy Thanksgiving. Um, We are hoping that you are with family, with friends, with somebody enjoying some kind of a bird or animal that used to run yeah. around. Okay, yep, yep. if you're a vegetarian, uh, dig in on those mashed bean potatoes. Casserole. Yep, bean casserole, rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, happy Thanksgiving! Hopefully, you have a lot to be thankful for, and hopefully, after this podcast, you realize that even if I just said that and you thought, well, not really. Mm. Hopefully, you do realize that you have so much to be thankful for. Oh yeah, that's what we're hoping. Uh, we're here today. Um, it's Mike. What's up, everybody? We're also here with Kirill. Yo, 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 and our friend Jacks on the podcast. What's up? So we are all together, and we're going to be talking about some cool stuff. But hey, we're going to kick off a little bit of fun, a little bit of an interesting question. The question for today is something that we should be thankful for. That's kind of underrated, overlooked, mm. um, something that's kind of awesome, but we don't even realize how awesome it is. I think on the Thanksgiving note, turkey is underrated nowadays. Disagreed. Everyone says they hate turkey. I don't Everyone. hate turkey, just hams they're so always much like, better. They're like, it's dry, it's flaky, but if you make it right, yeah, well, sure. it works out. I'll tell and you what. If you know I how to cook a, it, it's good. I watched a video of Gordon Ramsay making a... Uh, Turkey, and I'd eat his turkey any day of the week. There you go. Yeah. It looked juicy and great and awesome. Wow. But turkey's just kind of a... Not good. It's not that it's not good. It's just not that it's... it's, No, it's not good, but it's not bad. It's good. But I never eat turkey. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm telling you, you've never had my mom's turkey. Well, listen, the only time... You get that skin right? You get the skin right, nice and seasoned? I'm telling you. I no. believe you. It's different. The only, My I mom do... makes two turkeys half the time. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Turkey City over there. She has a second try. We got two huh? ovens um, to get it right. She yeah. She tries to get it right. Two different recipes. Two different recipes? No, no, no. Same deal. Consistency You guys key. have a pretty big turkey, a pretty big Thanksgiving tradition? Uh, Yeah. We got a lot of big people in the family. Like, yeah. sizable. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, then, I would, I'd call you a sizable yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm a pretty yeah. sizable guy. Yeah. And we got some family coming over, and a lot of them so are you're nuts, good, too. You're good so. for a pound or two of turkey yourself. <sighs> Easily. At least. <laughs> You've seen me eat McDonald's. One, yes, I have. One <laughs> thing that I, I – Jack got 20-piece nugget, large fry. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Drink. And a, like a large Coke. When was and this? I was like, dude, he's – And he, then I ate tacos afterwards. And then he had like three Taco Bell tacos. So Where? A few Sundays ago. <laughs> Who's that from? Um, but also, uh, oh, one thing that's great about turkey, I will say, though, is the next day, the leftover turkey, a little bit of gravy, put it on a sandwich, on a sandwich. A <laughs> sandwich. And yeah. you're, in, uh, you're in good shape. Turns into a nice marinade. Kirill, something that's underrated that should be appreciated. Printers. Printers? Imagine having to write down everything on a piece of paper, how long that would take. Yeah, Dude, they've had printers kind of for true. a long time. Printers have been around for a while. Yeah, but nobody's thankful for them. People are like, Do you have a we're so used to them now that it's like, who even thinks about twice about printing? Exactly. You know, original printers, yeah, yeah. they used to have to spell out the letters backwards. So if you were a printer, a guy who had to do the printing press, he had to know how to spell words backwards. 
Like all the letters were backwards, all, right? yeah, and they stamped it all. Well, I'm thankful it's and not like fast. that anymore either. Yeah, it just you definitely wouldn't be able to do way. that for real. Straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> well, one thing, one uh, thing that people don't really, one thing that people are not thankful for enough because a lot of like people your guys' age never uh, had it, never didn't have it, is having maps just right there on your phone. Mm. That's, or yeah, I can even see like, because back in the day, you used to have to buy like a three or four hundred dollar GPS. That Ooh. was like a separate GPS thing that would just sit on top of $300? your three hundred dollars dashboard. Well, like a nice one, I guess they might have been cheaper than that. Uh-huh. But you had to buy this separate thing, and a lot of times you didn't have it, and all you had was like your flip phone, right, a regular phone. That had a and GPS so, on it. What? That had a GPS on it? No, that's my point. (laughs) And so, like, you would be driving, and if you ever went anywhere you weren't familiar, you'd have to go online and print out, speaking of printers, you had to print out directions, like, on paper and follow the directions. Did you ever do that? Yeah, all the time. MapQuest. MapQuest mode. MapQuest, dude, all the time. Like, anytime I would go anywhere that I have never been before, I would be like, oh, I'll MapQuest it. And so I would go on MapQuest print it all out and then like it would tell you how long you're supposed to be on each road so you had to keep your eye on the odometer and before that dude before MapQuest, like my dad and other people they like legit would look at oh yeah maps they'd pull it like atlas this a little bit of this yeah a little bit of that going on i remember my dad back in the day would pull out a giant map when we'd be on road trips and he'd put it on the steering wheel Mm. and he'd be like, not (laughs) not for the whole time, but would be like following the map to figure out how to get somewhere we haven't been before, which is wild. That is crazy. It's wild, dude. What's an odometer? And so an odometer is a thing. Oh, okay, good. She's she's (laughs) like, I got to stop doing podcasts with 20 year olds. What's an odometer? Uh, Um, No, but in all seriousness, having the maps on your phone is super legit. I can Having a phone, when you're driving is super legit, but I pretty much always had a phone when I was driving. But uh, Ooh, yeah, come on. One time I got lost, phone dead, no charger, no idea how no to get No printer off. either. No printers because they weren't invented no back then. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but I was driving, I was lost, and I had no phone, dead, didn't know where I was going. Bruh. It ended up working out. I went to a gas station, <laughs> asked him to use the home phone that they had, and I called my dad. And he got me that. But maps, wow. dude. GPS. I agree. GPS, That's a printers, good one. and what'd you say? Turkey. Turkey. <laughs> Whatever. Printers was the lamest of the three. So what do you <laughs> think? You're 0 for 2. What was last week that you did that was that stunk? Oh, the Burger King nuggets. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Burger King that was a terrible take. That was. I agreed with who was it Luke his name? Yeah. I agree with him. I'm a big spicy nugget Wendy's guy. Yeah. Get some ranch That's on the yeah, off topic. Underrated. Get a little bit of dip. It's not off topic. You're Whatever. just So what do you think, Mike? What do you think we should be thankful for? Well, I just we said maps. That's the only thing? Yeah. Well, <laughs> what do you mean? Not the only thing, but that's one of the things. Having, you wanted to name having five? Having Google Maps. I want at least three. <laughs> <laughs> having Google Maps on your phone is is super clutch. That is good. You, you've never been really lost before until you didn't have that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, in the so, mountains of West Virginia, when I was there a month ago, West Virginia, it was it was tough. Yeah, it's like very low cellular signal. Yeah, you guys freak out now where it's like, oh, my maps are offline. Back when I was a kid, we didn't have any maps. <laughs> see, anyway, uh, all right. So yeah. obviously, it's Thanksgiving. Obviously, obviously. Um, you are um, supposed to be at a time where you're being thankful for stuff, mm-hmm. right? That's obviously what we're supposed to be doing. 
But the tricky part is this. It's easy, and this is what we're talking about today. Thanksgiving is not just a holiday. It's an it's an act of giving thanks, right? That's literally what it means. And it's listen, the holiday is not about pilgrims and Indians and all these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's about a time of being thankful, right? Yep, yeah. Um, now, it's easy to be thankful for the good things in life, right? Mm-hmm. It's easy to be thankful for... Um, it's easy to be thankful for family. It's easy to be thankful for friends. Right? Assuming that you're good health, right? If you go around, everyone kind of gives the same answer. Thankful for my family, my kids, for my for my health, for my boyfriend, for my girlfriend, for job. my job, for my house, for my neighborhood. You know, my all that kind dog. of stuff. That's the easy stuff. Hey, I got a promotion at work. I'm really happy about that. Or, hey, I got a new job, right? I got this, a printer. Right. I got a printer, finally. Now I don't have to write everything, right? <laughs> it's easy to be thankful for the obvious things, right? But the catch is this, is that Paul says in 1 Thessalonians, I believe it's 1 Thessalonians. It is. Yes. 1 Thessalonians, he says, be thankful in all circumstances, Mm-hmm. Right, he says, pray continually. What else does he say? He says, rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Mm. So when he says all, the question would be, well, how can I be thankful for things that are hard? How can I be thankful for things that are bad? How can I be thankful for situations where I hope they worked out a different way? How can I be thankful for something that's causing me pain, something that's hurting me, something that is difficult, something that is from my past that wears on me and and brings up horrible memories or or flashbacks, whatever? How can I be thankful in all circumstances, all circumstances, right? And Paul was someone who knew about suffering. I talked a little bit about this when we were at youth group. And for those of you who weren't there, I'm going to explain it to you right now, right? Paul was someone who endured a ton of suffering, right? Just in his like first week of becoming a Christian, they tried to kill him, right? And just starting becoming a Christian, he was blinded, right? (laughs) By God. And then he started preaching the gospel and he got a death threat. Then he escaped, but he was imprisoned multiple times. He was thrown um he was thrown in in jail he was um he was stoned he was beaten he was robbed he was he was all these different things mm-hmm. and then how he died was he was beheaded yeah right yeah. and so you talk about a guy how can we be thankful in all circumstances someone's sitting there and they have something going on in their life that they're struggling with um that they're hurting how can they be thankful so let me ask you guys, what are kind of your thoughts on, you know, why it's so difficult to be thankful for hard things? Let's start with that. Why is it so difficult to, how, how can we even be thankful for things that are difficult? It doesn't seem to make sense. So mm-hmm. what are your guys' kind of thoughts on this when you hear about this thankfulness in all circumstances? Talk about what people kind of struggle with, right? But then also mm-hmm. how we can start to maybe change or shift or alter our thinking in order to be thankful in all circumstances? I think it comes a lot from a lack of, number one, understanding, and also a lack of trust that everything God does is for good in the end. Yeah. Um, starting as that, that's like a perspective issue. Um, and the only way you can improve on that is getting into God's word and learning more and more about him. But more at a personal level, I think the two things for me 
that lead to lack of thankfulness is one, covetousness. So wanting what other people have. And two, arrogance sometimes. Yeah. So with covetousness, I feel like... Jealousy, right? Yeah, jealousy, basically. Yeah. I'll look at what someone else has or look at some TV show, this and that, an idealized version of life. And I think... Hold on, pause one second. Move your mic away from your mouth just a little bit. Like, just push it forward. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Keep going. So, what was I saying? So, looking at an idealized version of someone's life and thinking, why do I not have that? Why does God not give me those things when he gave it to those people? Sure. And those people on TV maybe aren't a Christ follower. Maybe they're not. uh, You wouldn't think they're as faithful as you are. And you're like, look at what they have. And I don't have that. Sure. So that could come a lot from that. And then the so second first thing, one is jealousy, right? Jealousy or coveting what somebody else has, right? Yeah. You see other people, and maybe they're not even living the same kind of life that you're living, but they're they seem to be succeeding. Things seem to be going well for them. They have health. They have wealth. They have all this stuff that people want, right? And how come I don't have that? Yeah. Right. And so then. All of a sudden, the things in your life that you do have, you're not thankful for because really in comparison, they're not all that great. Okay. So jealousy. And then I got into arrogance because you almost think you deserve everything. Sure. You think you deserve everything that everyone else has. You think you deserve every single blessing known to man. But really, we all deserve uh, punishment for the sins and it's God's grace that lift us from that. So that is the core of being thankful. God is holding us from eternal damnation. And we have the arrogance to look at other people and look at, or I have the arrogance to look at other people and look at what they have and be like, he saved me from that, but I want more. Sure. So I think that is a big thing that I don't even realize sometimes until I really reflect on it. It comes from arrogance sometimes. Yeah. Mm. So an arrogance of the sense of like, Entitlement is maybe another word for it too. You feel entitled to certain things. You feel entitled to um, good things happening in your life and good things only. Um, And so then what happens is that you then begin to um, struggle when you don't have what you think you deserve. And then on top of that, the thing that we've been given in Christ Jesus should cause us to be thankful no matter what, in every circumstances, but instead we're letting our arrogance and our pride and what we think we deserve cloud what we actually have. Yeah. Mm. Fair? Yep, that's exactly For real? what it is. For sure. I mean, a lot of times when I go through something bad, um, like it just feels bad like the feelings there just don't make it make sense to be thankful or feel anything good like just the way everything feels at the moment it's like um whether you're going through tough times with family arguments with the family and nobody's happy nobody's getting along um like there's it just visibly and just in your circumstance there's nothing there to warrant you to be thankful and in in those moments i tend to forget like like the gift that i've been given or just everything that i have that i should be thankful for i get caught up in just the literal situation that just makes me forget that 
there is something to be thankful for. Yeah. And that gift that we have from God is greater than any gift that we could see that our people have from this earth. Yeah. Right. And so, so the fact that Christ died for us, like you're you're getting at right now, yeah. it's incredibly more valuable than health. It's incredibly more valuable than than wealth or or you know a nice house or or even all peaceful relationships. The fact that we have this opportunity for salvation and redemption and forgiveness of our sins and eternity in heaven with Christ is something that we so often forget about. And we we replace it with all these different things that you guys are saying. Mm-hmm. Now, Kirill, here here's here's would be my first takeaway based off what you said. Okay. Mm-hmm. My first takeaway is this, right? Is thankfulness, thanksgiving, being thankful. It's not most of the time, it's not a feeling, okay? So here's the big thing that you said, right? Mm-hmm. And this is totally true. When a bad thing happens to you, it could be really bad. It could be a, a thing that happened on a day, right? And you get over it the next day, right? You get hurt. You stub your toe. <laughs> someone's mean to you, yeah. but it's really not that big of a deal. You mm-hmm. get over it, whatever, right? But then there's really horrible, life-altering, changing, bad things that can happen to people. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. But when those things are happening, right. And there's everything in between those two extremes as well. Right. When those things are happening, they feel bad. Right. Mm -hmm. If someone screams at you, you're not like, oh man, am I just glad I'm getting shouted at right now. (laughs) Right. If, if, if your significant other, if you have a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, if they're mad at you or you guys are fighting, you're not like, oh man, I love this. Maybe we could do it again tomorrow. You know what (laughs) I'm saying? People are like that. (laughs) Yeah. Messed up people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you get my point, right? Yeah. Is that when bad things happen, right? You 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 get in a car accident and you mess up your car really bad, or maybe you get hurt or you get an injury or keep going and going and going and going and going. It does not feel good. Mm-hmm. Right. But in this scripture, when he's when in First Thessalonians, when he's telling them what to do, right? Praying, rejoicing always, praying continually. These are things that we have to do and choose. Mm-hmm. It's a discipline. Right? It's a discipline. So being thankful is a discipline. It's something that we have to choose whether or not we feel that way, right? Let's yep. just let's 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 just change the word thankfulness to love, right? We all have heard the phrase love is a choice, right? Mm-hmm. And love is a choice, right? Yes. Even if you find the perfect person who you love with all your heart, there's going to be days where you frustrate each other, where you're fed up with each other, seasons where, you know, you feel happy, seasons where you feel sad, and your feelings can change on a daily basis. No matter how yeah. much you like someone, even when you're with them every day, there's going to be days where you have to choose to love them. You get an argument, a disagreement, agreement, something really serious happens, There's something's going on with their family, something's going on with your family, right? What happens is you have to choose love day after day because feelings change, Yes, right? You could be having the best day in the world. I always use this silly example, right? I always use this, but you could have using the best day in the world, okay? You're having the best day. Everything's going great. You walk in. I punch you in the head, okay? (laughs) 
your days changed, yep. right? You don't feel happy anymore. You feel first you'd feel some pain in a twinkling of an eye. <laughs> yeah, and it, you feel some pain, and then you feel anger, embarrassment. Mm. You know, payback, yeah. vengeance. All this stuff would be going through your head, right? Mm-hmm. Sadness, um, right? Mm-hmm. But that's a feeling. Feelings change exactly. But we have to choose thankfulness, right? Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why. Paul can say to be thankful in all circumstances. You think he didn't know that bad things happen? He, I mean, I don't know if he wrote this letter from prison, but I do know that many of the letters he wrote were from prison, mm-hmm. right? And he talks about a physical, a pain in the flesh that he had or a, a thorn in the flesh or whatever he called it, right? He had things going on in his life on a consistent basis that were quote-unquote bad, Right? But he's encouraging people to give thanks in all circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So thank, being thankful, thanksgiving, thankfulness, it's mm-hmm. a choice. It's a choice, right? Mm-hmm. Did, you have any, did anyone have anything else to add? I talked for a long time. Sorry. No, uh, I liked all that no, stuff. Yeah. It's a mindset. Like we were saying, it's a discipline. It's a mindset. It's a way of just going about life. Okay, so let me ask you this question. If we know it's a mindset, if we know it's a discipline, and kind of going back to a little bit we talked about at the beginning, Jack, if it's a mindset and if it's a discipline, how do we how do we grow it? How do we work on it? How do we exercise that muscle of yeah. thankfulness? Um at the root of it all, you have to have a relationship with Christ. And you have to really understand what he did on that cross and the life that he lived. Okay, so let's pause there for a quick second. A relationship with Jesus is the recognition that I cannot do life on my own mm-hmm. and that I've sinned against God, okay? Mm-hmm. I've sinned against God. My sin separates me from God and from Jesus, right? Because God can't be in the presence of sin. Mm-hmm. So what does he do? He sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins so that all of us, every all men have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, right? So that every person has the opportunity to give their life to Christ, to ask for forgiveness of their sins, and to be able to be accepted into the presence of God into heaven one day, exactly. right? So we get to live a life with meaning and purpose, and we get to spread the amazing news of who Jesus is and what he does and how he can change your life. But also when we die, because we've been forgiven, we get to spend eternity with God, even though we lived imperfect lives, we get to spend eternity with a perfect God. Wow. Right? Mm -hmm. And that's no matter what you've done or no matter where you've been. Mm -hmm. It's not just for people who are Christians. We're talking about worst of the worst, sinners of the sinners. And and what did Paul call himself? Of of sinners, I'm the worst, right? Mm -hmm. That's also in 1 Thessalonians, right? So. Or mm-hmm. First Timothy, I think it is. Yeah, actually. First Timothy. It's in First Timothy. Timothy. But yeah, yeah. the point is, is that like bad guy, right? He that's who he used to be. The worst of the worst. He killed people. He persecuted Christians. He was a murderer. Mm-hmm. All this stuff, and he's forgiven. Okay. Yep. So the first thing is what you talked about: mm-hmm. the foundation of knowing who Christ is, having yeah. a relationship with yeah. Him. Yeah. What comes next? You think? What comes next is walking with Christ and doing this life with him and getting in the word of God and seeing what he has to offer you, how he loves you, what he says about you, what he promises in your life. Because um, your, your 
salvation's not it. God promises to help you in your life, to guide you through the darkest valleys, to be with you on the on the mountaintops. And once you start living that way and walking with Christ, you see him show up in your life and you can be thankful for how he does show up. He's not just a God in the sky who's just looking down at you. He's right there next to you. And you see that and that then it becomes even easier to be thankful because even through the suffering, you know that he's there. Yep. And mm-hmm. in any examples, I know that, um, uh, Jack, you had some examples of stuff in the scripture where you really saw thankfulness and and things um, that you wanted to talk about as far as what you've seen in the Bible of examples of thankfulness. Yeah. When I thought about thankfulness, the biggest story I was thinking about that first come, that came to mind was Job. So, I mean, if you don't know the story of Job, uh, he was very righteous and he hated uh, evil, God said. He's um, a good Christian. He's a good Christian guy. Okay. Uh, God, uh, Satan goes up to God and he says, um, look at, and God says to Satan, look at my servant Job. He says he's a good Christian and stuff. And then Satan's like, well, he's only good because you're giving him all these blessings. So God says, all right, um, I'll let you take away his family. I'll let you take away his livestock, all of his possessions, and we'll see what happens. And after all that happens, all, all after all that's taken away, Job responds like this. He says, so literally, right. And this is a, it's a literal thing. Yep. His family died. He lost all his wealth. He lost all his livestock. He lost all everything that he had and his family. Mm-hmm. And here's what he said. And that news came back to back from four different messengers. Right. Layer after layer. I always thought that was kind of interesting when I was reading it. But he says in response, naked I came from my mother's womb and naked I shall return there. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So I just thought that was a perfect example of like the mindset we should have. Yeah. None of us, I feel like none of us act like that. This is like the perfect, besides Christ, this is the best example of thankfulness that we could look towards, I believe, in the Bible that I've seen of an actual example and an actual statement from someone. Yep. Because I've never heard that stated like that in my real life besides outside of the Bible. Right. And I, I think it's it's such a powerful thing because it all stems from what we talked about. Job is someone who believed that the Lord, that, that God was who he said he was, that he's in control, that he has a plan, that he's going to take care of him. And no matter what happened, he believed that more than he believed in his possessions, more, even more than he loved his own family. Hmm. He believed that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is good and worthy of praise. And just the fact that he's breathing air and the fact that he's existing, he should be being thankful, right? Because Mm -hmm. listen, guys, here's one thing I, I want to explain, right? And it's clear throughout scripture is that life is not going to be perfect. No. Right? In this world, you might have trouble, uh, I don't think it says that. In this world, there might, maybe, uh, occasionally, no, in this world, there will be trouble. But take heart, because I have overcome the world. Meaning that no matter what, 
The fact that we are alive, the fact that we're drawing breath, and the fact that we have the opportunity for salvation and redemption and purpose and meaning through Jesus Christ and what he's done for us can allow us to be thankful in every circumstance. But then, like Kirill talked about, God also wants to be involved in your life, meaning Mm -hmm. that like he can take your pain and your struggle and use it to and for his purposes, right? Think about mm-hmm. like we, some of us know Kirill's story came from, you know, struggle at the time, mm-hmm. hard things, right? A background of, of using drugs and, 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 and addictions and other things like that in his past. But now because Christ has changed his life, the struggle, the hardship, the bad decisions, the sin that he lived through is now something he's using to praise the name of Christ, mm-hmm. right? And so, right, that's why it says in James, it says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, consider it joy when you face trials. Well, here I would be like, well, why? It says this, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Mm -hmm. So the things that we go through, when we realize that we have and serve a good God, Mm -hmm. the things that we go through, all of a sudden, turn from these horrible things, why me, why me, why me, as an opportunity to grow closer and depend more on him, okay? Mm-hmm. Why bad things happen and all that's for another podcast, okay? But we do know that we serve a good God. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we even exist mm. is a blessing, mm-hmm. Yep. right? Yeah. And so then when good things happen, when bad things happen, when struggles happen, God, thank you for who you are. God, thank you for this opportunity that you've given me to to trust in you. And God, I'm really mm-hmm. struggling with this pain. I'm really hurting, but I want to be thankful for who you are. I want to be thankful for what you've done. And I'm excited to see what you can do in my life through this circumstance, mm-hmm. right? And so, wow, what a change. Right. And then all of a sudden you can still feel really sad about getting in a fight with somebody or or even someone dying or passing away. Right. Or or being sick or or hurts or pains or injustices that were done to you. You can change your whole mindset because all of a sudden this is another opportunity you have to draw closer to Christ, Mm -hmm. to depend on him, to to see what he's going to do through this circumstance Mm -hmm. and see how that's like a total change of thinking. Yeah. I feel like another aspect of that is we kind of touched on it is putting your gaze on eternity. Because even if the problems you're having now are big and you don't see an end to it, this life will end. This life is finite. Yep. But the blessings we will have in heaven mm. is eternal. And yeah, mm-hmm. that to look forward to. Right. It's, and like that kind of reminds me of that story of when Jesus was walking on water and Peter, he asked Peter to go up on the water with him. And Peter was walking on the water perfectly fine while he was looking at Christ. But as soon as he cast his gaze away from him, he started sinking. Yep. So I kind of find that happening in my life a lot of times too, where I'll be reading the Bible, I'll be into scripture, I'll be into sermons on a Sunday. Right. Feeling great, walking perfectly normal on the water. And then come Monday afternoon, I'm freaking out again because I'm thinking about this world instead of eternity. And yep. I find myself sinking. 
Yeah, exactly. And and it's kind of this concept of like, hey, you know what? Okay, so if I let's bring it all full circle, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm supposed to be thankful in all circumstances. It's easy for me to be thankful and praise God for all the good things that happen, right? And keep doing that. Celebrate your life with Christ. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not saying that just because you struggle that everything's always going to be bad, but be thankful for it, right? <laughs> I'm not saying that. There will be times of joy and laughter, right? But almost sometimes simultaneously, there's also other things going on that aren't so great, yeah. right? And sometimes it seems like your life is all joy and laughter and fun and easy. And sometimes it seems like it's almost all bad and struggle and pain and loss, Right. But the fact is, is that like, we know we're supposed to be thankful in all those circumstances. Okay. So how do we do that? One, we recognize that being thankful is not a feeling. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is like for the good things, it's a Mm -hmm. feeling, right? Mm -hmm. You know, if you guys come in here and say, Mike, we love you so much and we we appreciate everything you do for us and blah, Mm blah, blah. It's like, hey, I feel thankful right then. Mm -hmm. But that's a feeling, right? If you walked in and it was the opposite situation, right? Well, man, geez, this is not right. I'd have to choose to be thankful for a situation mm-hmm. like that. Hey, this is an opportunity for me to grow and become a better person right now. Mm-hmm. So thankfulness is not a feeling. It's a choice, a discipline. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. How do we grow that discipline? For one, it's the foundation of having a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. We need to realize who he is and what he's done in our life. And the fact that he died on the cross gives us life gives us an opportunity to live a life that actually means something. And a life with him means joy because we can be thankful in every circumstance, right? So one, the recognition of who Christ is. But secondly, we need to fill our minds with the truth that's in the Bible. Yes, That's why he gave it to us. It's not just about reading the words, or it's not just about even knowing the words in your head, but mm-hmm. taking the words in there and applying it to your life. Yeah. Right? How are we supposed to? Right? How can we deal with the world if we if the bad things that happen? It's almost impossible to deal with the world with all the bad stuff that happens. Right? Not to mention your own personal life, but just look around at the world in general. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Everything's messed up. Yep. How are we supposed to be thankful for that? Well, because we're we got the secret sauce, right? <laughs> right? Yep. We got the secret um, Wendy's Spicy Nuggets Ranch sauce, in right? In print. Yeah, in print. Mm-hmm. We got a book that tells us the truth and shows us an alternative way of looking at life. Exactly. And not just an alternative way, but it shows us the true way of interacting with life. Mm-hmm. And that's with Christ. Yeah. And with Christ, we can be thankful because even at our worst of the worst of the worst. We mm-hmm. have salvation and we can have forgiveness and we can have eternity with him. Even if this whole life is a struggle, we have Jesus and that's really all we need, mm-hmm. right? If Listen, this take away this. If you have Jesus, you have all you need. And if he's the only thing you have, you could spend a lifetime giving him thanks mm-hmm. and it still wouldn't be enough. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? We're going to spend eternity giving thanks. That's right. And we're going to enjoy it and love it because that's what we're made and created to do. Right. And so I want to encourage you this. Okay. If you're struggling and in pain, we're not sweeping that under the rug. No. We're not saying, hey, just be thankful for it. Okay. Right. There's things that are hard. There's things that are difficult. And there's things that 
Um, you might need help. You might need to talk to a professional. You might need, oh, please do that. And we have sympathy for that. But also, please know that this world that we live in is not just some hopeless cycle of pain and anguish, right? Instead, it's a we have the opportunity to have hope and joy and thankfulness even in the middle of struggle. Mm-hmm. You can do them at the same time. You can be in pain and hurting and struggle, but be thankful. Yeah. Right? Because thankfulness is not a feeling. It's mm-hmm. a choice. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to share this verse, Psalm 105, verse 1. Give praise to the Lord, proclaim his name, make known among the nations what he has done. So in the midst of those struggles, like Mike was talking about, or just every single day, just remember what God has done for you and the opportunity you have with Christ. And from that, just constantly proclaiming it, reminding yourself, that becomes more of a reality to be able to be thankful in the tough times, in the good times, just whenever, just remembering and reminding yourself by just saying it, simply saying it and thinking it. Jesus Christ died for me so that I could have eternity in heaven and know God myself. That's right. I think there's no better way to end it than that right there. All right. Being thankful is something that we can have no matter what situation, no matter how we feel. Your feelings are real. Your feelings Mm -hmm. are valid. But we can still find joy and thankfulness in who Christ is and what he's done for us, no matter what's happening. So I want to tell you right now, if you're listening, there's purpose for your pain, Mm -hmm. right? There's joy, there's hope, there's a future, and there are things to be thankful for, Yeah, right? But if we get too concerned with the things in this world, the things that we're looking at, the things that are happening to us, what will happen is that it'll steal our joy, right? Like Jack talked about that comparison, it'll steal our joy. Mm -hmm. But instead, let's be thankful for the fact that we're alive and breathing have an opportunity to spend eternity with Christ. There's nothing more awesome than that. Amen. We love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. We will see you next week. And uh, thanks for listening. Hey, if you like this deal, if you like this podcast, share it for us. It'd be cool. Um, Not so we can get famous um, or uh, drive cool cars or get a lot of followers (laughs) on Instagram, but so people can hear about Jesus and maybe this is something that they need. Yep. See you later. Bye. Peace.